0: This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hey, it's Chris Kirkpatrick and welcome to the Executive Job Search Secrets Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about how to actually sell yourself effectively in the open market. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this, if those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies connect with the right people and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers my name is chris kirkpatrick and welcome to executive job search Secrets. all right hey and welcome my name is chris kirkpatrick and um i apologize if you are a regular listener to the podcast i was away for about a week uh, my brother-in-law got married I intended on doing a podcast episode while I was there, but uh, things happen and you know, when you go across country and hang out with family, um, you know, it it can kind of cut into your productivity. But I will say it was uh, a really fun trip. It was nice to decompress a little bit and go do that. But I'm really excited to get back into this. If you're not familiar, if you're not aware, I'm not sure uh, if you've heard me talk about this or not, but I have a big background in internet marketing, in personal branding, uh, one of the one of the things that I do is I help people build uh, their brand for companies, for individuals. It's one of the reasons I love doing this career stuff so much is because your personal branding and your ability to sell yourself as a product in the marketplace is ultimately what's going to have a, a huge impact on your ability to uh, land that job, to be able to connect with people, make yourself relevant, make yourself memorable, and ultimately land that job as quickly as possible. Now, uh, there are some principles when it comes to uh, selling anything, right? That that you need to make sure you implement. And what I wanted to share with you in this episode is something that we call the hook, the story, and the offer. Now, anytime you sell a product online uh, or even in person, you need. But especially online, when you haven't met somebody, you haven't had that relationship with them, they haven't gone in and seen the product, touched the product, felt the product. It's very similar to you. If you're going out there into the cold market and don't know who you are and you haven't had a conversation with them they don't they aren't aware of your background and your successes and your expertise then you need to make sure that you think that think about yourself as a product in the marketplace but you need to make sure that you have a good hook a good story and a good offer in fact a great hook a great story and a great offer because that's going to be what helps kind of ascend people through this journey with you to be willing to advocate for you to be willing to Give you an opportunity to have a conversation a networking conversation an interview even potentially and and ultimately it's what you need to do to be successful so so let's let's kind of get into this uh, we all know that we we sell through story Um, I I think any effective salesperson, any highly effective salesperson at least, understands that selling through story and experience is important. So um, one of the things I talk about a lot is the EPIC interview circle that we do, which is Executive Preparation for Interview Circle, that's EPIC, it's an acronym, and it's all about making sure that you prepare for your interview effectively, looking at the different layers and the different elements of a company, that you need to be concerned with and focused on to be able to gather as much data to prepare for that interview in the most effective way uh, that the job interview is one during preparation you know and, and that's important now what is also important is understanding that okay when you gather that information, it's important that you are finding and building bridges for the organization for the decision makers of the, the interview panel to to be able to to understand. Where they are, um, you're you're finding that data, and you're building bridges of relevance to your background and your experience and your successes. And the best way to build those uh, story or build that relevance in those bridges is through story. It's through your background and using your past experiences and telling stories about it, and and conveying that to people. Now as you go through and think about this, and you are think about this as a product and marketplace, you need to make sure that you have a good hook. You need to make sure, and sometimes this is a good hook at the beginning of a story, and sometimes this is a good hook uh, at the beginning of a networking conversation. Sometimes it's a good hook uh, when you're reaching out to somebody on LinkedIn. Sometimes a good hook is Simply making sure that you're creating amazing content that a recruiter might look for, and it's going to stop them in their tracks and they're going to look for you. Uh, they're going to discover you. They're going to see something that seems relevant for a position that they're representing, and they're going to proactively reach out to you. Good hooks happen in all sorts of different ways. And the reality is, you need to make sure that when you're a job seeker, if you're, you're a fisherman. You want to make sure you have as many hooks out in the water as possible. You know, you need to be creating content for LinkedIn, you need to make, make sure you're reaching out to your warm network, you need to make sure you're reaching out to your cold network, and you need to make sure you're putting hooks out there and you're having conversations with people, and those and those hooks at the beginning of the conversations are, are one-liners a lot of times, they're phrases, they're simple things, but you need to make sure that they're compelling and that they grab people's attention, because especially if people don't know you, then you know, it's easy, they're, they have the attention span of a gnat, ultimately, literally, it's six to seven seconds what you have of somebody's attention before they know you and they have some sort of emotional investment into you. And so, that that you need to make sure that your hook is compelling and you also, one of the things I think that really holds people back in their job searches is they, they feel like they're doing what they need to do, in fact, they're not. Um, I always tell people that if you're out there looking for a job and you're in between work, your only job is to find a job. So it needs to be your full-time job, right? You need to handle this like a business. And like most businesses, you need to have multiple hooks in the water. You can't be relying on one client to to fulfill uh, all your financial obligations, right? There's nothing more vulnerable than a business that gets 80% of its revenue from one client, right? That's an extremely dangerous position to be in. You want to make sure that when you're going through a job search, your job search, you're not resting all of your success on maybe one or two conversations with people that you think are hot leads. Too often, I see people that are really working hot leads, people and opportunities that they think are great opportunities, that they feel like they're a 99 percent chance to get the, the land the job with, but then what happens something something inevitably comes up from time to time. And of course, sometimes it works out. But in the case that it doesn't work out, you, you wanna make sure that you don't stop, I should say, throwing hooks or lines in the water to be able to attract more people. Now this is something you're never gonna wanna stop doing. It's not necessarily all about just job seeking. It's about building your network. It's about uh, co- cultivating your brand and building your brand and, and, and really just exposing your brand to more people. Uh, and getting that brand awareness and building yourself up as a product in the marketplace. Nothing is gonna do that more effectively than getting all sorts of marketing hooks out there for you. So I hope that makes sense. Now, the the purpose of the hook is to bring them in and share a story, right? Um, it is to get them in, and sometimes the story is just them looking over your profile, and that's why your LinkedIn profile needs to make sure that it's telling the story of who you are in a clear, concise manner, right? But the, But in the context of what I wanna really talk about deeply in this podcast is talking about the interview, is talking about when you're going into an interview or a networking conversation, and when you're utilizing story, you want to make sure that you have a couple things that you keep in mind. You want to keep it simple, um, and you want to keep it relevant. And the reason you want to keep it simple and relevant is because the the ambiguous uh, information, uh, we all like to add in, I know I especially do naturally from time to time, want to add in more ancillary information that I think is relevant to the story, but it's not necessarily relevant. We want to use what we call executive speak, which is you want to be really focused. You really want to be really pointed and you want to be uh, lasered in on the information that's relevant to whatever the conversation, whatever the business is, whatever the industry is, whatever the the topic of conversation. And, and in this Um, context, that topic for conversation is you interviewing uh, to potentially be a solutions provider for this company and lead them in a specific direction, right? So the other thing you want to make sure that you do in the story is you want to make sure you're speaking in their lingo. Too often, people lose sight of the fact that, you know, your story has to be told with a purpose and the purpose is to make a connection and uh, to convey a point. And when you speak in their lingo, you won't, one of the things that you're gonna do there is, A, you're gonna keep their attention because they're gonna be focused in there, you're gonna feel more like a peer, but it's also gonna make them feel and believe that you belong, right? That, that you understand their industry because if you're speaking their lingo and you've done their research, your research, and you've kinda of gone through the epic circle effectively, you're gonna get a good sense for what that's about, all the, the, all the lingo that they use, whether it's key phrases, uh, industry terms, uh, company terms that you may pick up off their website or off their social media pages. When you, when you do this, you're going to be relevant to them, which is extremely important. Now, the one thing I want to make sure that I kind of put a little asterisk on this though, is that you need to make sure that whatever you do, you know, uh, or that you come across as authentic and believable. Um, you don't want, to just kinda be regurgitating, I guess, statistics to them or, or, or phrases or, or one-liners from their social media page. You wanna make sure that when you find that stuff that you are building bridges once again and you're, you're really combining past experiences for you, you're sharing stories and you're using uh, their lingo and their circumstances, their their background, their social media presence, anything on their website and you're building the bridges to, to show that, hey, I've done this in the past. This is what I've done. This is where I'm seeing you guys. This is what I'm seeing out of your organization. This is where I'm understanding the direction that you guys want to go. And because I've done this in the past and I've gotten uh, taken these other companies from A to Z, I know I can do the same with you. right And, and it really is that simple. And when you do that, what you're going to do is, yes, you're going to be relevant, but you're going to get them to care right? Because you need, if you want to be effective, you need to get them to care and you need to highlight to them that the story isn't just a story for the story's sake, right? You need to highlight the benefits to them and to the company. And when you do that and you have the right hooks, and the hooks are congruent with the story that you're telling, they're already gonna come in compelled, right? They're already gonna come in interested. And so once you have the right hook and the right story, now you need to make sure that you have the right offer. And now, depending on the circumstance, depending on the conversation and the feel, you kinda have to use your better judgment with this, but you wanna make sure that you have a clear offer. Uh, And that offer can be strong sometimes, uh, i.e. it can be a very point blank, um, confident statement about the fact that you can go in, hey, this is where you guys are. This is where you want to go. I've had this success. This is what I've done. You see my background. And I believe that nobody in the world will be able to be more effective in leading your company to the next level than I would be because of my unique background and set of experiences and expertise, right? That kind of uh, of, of posture, that kind of, call to action, you know, is can be very effective, I should say. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to have that bold of a call to action, right? Whatever the call to action is, sometimes the call to action is just thanking them for the interview and making sure that you have a clear um, ask that you come back for the next phase or making sure that they are aware that you're interested in taking your interview to the next level, or your networking conversation to the next level, and to have a conversation, to have a follow-up. The call to action is simply, what is next for us? And it's a lot. the big mistake that a lot of job seekers make is they assume that the hiring company is gonna be the one that drives that process, when in fact, um, you as the job seeker should be driving that call to action, that, that follow-up process. Um, you're not going to be able to always control when it happens, but you should always be driving uh, the fact that it is happening in the first place. Uh, you maybe can't control the timing, but you can control the result to a, a pretty significant extent. So so anyway, so I know there are a lot of nuances uh, to this and, and it's hard to just completely convey everything in a podcast, but um, that's one of the reasons that we did our executive interview masterclass is because um, it, it's, we cover a lot of this stuff inside of that masterclass. And um, it, it, it's one thing I always say is that, just to reiterate, we're all just products in the marketplace and, and we are for sale and you need to make sure if you're not a salesperson or even if you are, you're focusing on the right areas to sell yourself effectively. You need to make sure that you have that good hook, you have that good story and you have that good offer and when you do, it's going to significantly increase the rates of conversion in which you go from one conversation and you, and you lead into the next conversation and you lead into interviews. You're going to find that when you have a good hook story and offer, you're going to get people advocating for you. You're going to have uh, people that are willing to share you and connect you with, with other executives that may have the opportunity for you. Uh, there's, there's a lot of circumstances where the person that's going to be hiring you isn't going to be somebody that you know, it's not going to be somebody that you meet cold. It's going to be somebody that you meet through somebody that introduces you to them in your network, right? So it's a third degree separation if you think about it in the terms of LinkedIn and how kind of the levels of connections, if you think about third level connection, that's the person that you're probably going to get hired from, and it's going to come through an introduction in your network. And so, when just kind of one last example here, the hook story offer: when you reach out to a friend to let them know that you're in the market looking for a job, and that you know you you are available. So rather than just calling them and saying, "Hey, Joe, I'm in the you know I just got let go from my job. I'm in the market. I wanted to share my resume with you. Share it with somebody if if you know of any opportunity. If you could, I'd be really appreciative." That's a completely vague call to action at the end, and and there's no real compelling uh, element to that story. There's no hook that grabs their attention. Maybe if they're a really caring person and they're a close friend, they want to help you, but most people that we're going to reach out to for help aren't super close friends. They're just acquaintances, business associates that um, have a lot going on, so you need to make sure that you go into those conversations with a Good, compelling hook that grabs their attention. You give them a great story about the fact that it's an opportunity and how excited you are to be out in the marketplace. What you're looking to do, where you're looking to make an impact, and give a clear call to action for the exact company uh, that you are uh, that you are looking to work with, that you're looking to make an impact with, and tell them, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Even go through their LinkedIn and say, listen, I noticed on your LinkedIn profile that you're you're connected with uh, with a b and c person they work at a b and c companies and those are companies that i'd be really excited to connect with is are they somebody that you know well and if so could you share your my resume with them i'd love to have a conversation that's a very clear call to action after a compelling hook right that gets their attention and you give them a story that makes them buy into having confidence to being willing to advocate for you and reach out so i hope that makes sense if you have any questions i'd love to have a conversation feel free reach out. Uh, Chris at com. I'd be happy to help you in any way that I can. Um, and uh, that's, that's pretty much it for this podcast. Uh, feel free Um, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's another big one. All all these podcasts also go up on YouTube, uh, so you'd make sure to never miss them. I put all sorts of amazing coaching and career advice up on our Career Next Agency YouTube channel. Uh, The link should be down below for that as well. You can just click on that, and we'll subscribe to our YouTube channel automatically. Uh, But anyway, go out there, crush it. Have a blessed, inspirational day. I'm excited to be back to work here, and uh, I look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. As a token of my gratitude, I wanna give you free access to my Executive Job Search Secrets Masterclass that'll walk you through the five steps we use with every single one of our clients to help them find their ideal job in in the shortest time possible. If you look below, the link to the masterclass and your free access will be listed in the description of this podcast episode. I hope it makes a huge impact in your job search. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you on the next podcast. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.